Peace and blessings of good people and welcome to Father Share, the podcast on fatherhood in 20 today. I am your host Fleming. And I'm Miss Vaughn. And today we have a special guest, Brother Chris Ray, um, who is the uh, first you know, international first vice president of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity. Get that title right. Mm. You got it right. Oh, right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> as well as the former mayor of Spring Lake, North Carolina. Right. That's what they say. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to our show. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And so, would you like us to hit you with honorable or Mister <laughs> or what? Because you know, I believe in titles. Absolutely. And, you know, so how you? No, how no, you, no. We 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 podcasting it up. You know, <laughs> I, you know, we talking about fathers. I'm I'm laid back today. Okay. Okay. You That'll know, work. So so, so this, no, is no a, this is no titles. No titles. No titles. Got no it. Titles. Got no it. Titles. Got it. Now, if y'all start. <clears throat> Going left, and I'm after. You know, you know. But, Got it. But right now, no title. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, so now you are clearly a father. I am. How many? Four. Wow. Yeah, that's what I say. Bless your heart. I was saying that earlier today. Right. <laughs> so, what are the ages of your beautiful blessings? Uh, twenty. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Who's gonna be sixteen in two weeks? Okay. Uh, then there was a nice break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I started all over again. And it goes six to three. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so 20, 15, six, and three. So that's a huge jump. Yes. So it how's is. that transition? You know, it's interesting because they're all in different, you know, they're all in different phases. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so of course, you know, I got the, the sophomore college. Right. I have the sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. I got the first grader. And right. then I got the pre k Got you. So, you know, I, all of them have different needs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all, you know, so my, the, the college one, you know, it's advice not about life. Right. You know, this is what you need to do. 15 year old, I'm just. I'm just taking it all in. Right. <laughs> She's just giving me a earful about things that are going on in high school that are completely drama. Mm-hmm. And I'm just an ear. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, you know, the six year old, the six year old, it's all about a whole new world of discovery. Right. You know, Daddy, did you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew that. Right. And it would be, well, how did you know? I'm a little older. <laughs> and then it's the three year old who is just. Basically, he's a WWE fighter. Yes. Oh, so he just trapped. wants to wreck. He just yes. wants to just wreck it. That's you know? a, so, a power So tune. I give, so, you know, of course, I'm a jungle gym for him. <laughs> of course, of course. And then I'm a, a, a steady oak of knowledge for my for my older son. Gotcha. <laughs> then I'm just mushing the middle of the girls. Hey, hey. So you got a nice little balance. Nice little balance. Got a nice little balance there. So now, as far as your relationship with your dad, how was that? Oh, yeah. So, uh, none. None, okay. So, um, well, to his credit, um, you know, he did not know I existed. Okay. So, um, my mom, when she got pregnant with me, she, um, she left. 
mm-hmm. left him and I uh, didn't tell him she was pregnant. Wow. And so and I, I, part of it, her story was, you know, because, you know, it's her story and it's his story. It's right. And it's the truth so, somewhere. Right. Somewhere in the middle. Right. <laughs> right. So her story was, um, uh, so he was a he was a big time basketball player um, and he was getting ready to, um, he was in college. And so he was, you know, home for the weekend. So they had known each other when they were in high school okay. um, in New York. And um, he was a McDonald's All-American and mm-hmm. went to college in New Mexico, to New Mexico State. Um, and so she, he just had this whole, to her, he had this whole future mm-hmm. that was, you know, laid before him. And, and you know, she got pregnant and she didn't want to be a burden Wow. And so mm. that was what her rationale was. And so okay. he um, he he went on, played in the NBA for a mm-hmm. little bit, and then he went and played overseas ball okay. uh, for quite a while. So, But her whole thing was she didn't want to complicate it. And so she, she never told him. And so she just left. Wow. And so when the way it worked and I eventually met him, because she used to tell me stories about him, and then eventually I, <clears throat> I found him. Mm-hmm. So of course you know. That I was, was just about to ask you. So yeah, yeah. like, how did so, that? You know, so how did that, that all go down? That, you know, so I was in Iraq. Believe it or not, I was in Iraq at the time, okay. and um, um, and w- it was one day where I almost died. You wow. know, so we had this, you know, rocket came and it hit the base we were at, and and so it was like my life just flashed before my eyes, and I was sure. like, man, I want to know who my dad is before yeah. I die. I don't right. know why that popped in my head. Right. It, was, it was like the weirdest thing. Right. Um. You know, of course, you know, I'm, at that time, you know, I was married. I had, you know, you know, my, my other two kids and, you know, but what popped in my head was I didn't want to die without knowing my dad. Right. So I, um, I was an IT officer in the military. And mm-hmm. so I um, ended up having access to a wide range of information. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up, um, I ended up, um, Finding him, you know, took all the context clues from my mom, all the mm-hmm. stories she told me about him, his name, the family, um, and I just did my investigative research and was able to find him in New York. You know, he he was in New York still. He moved back there, and um, got a phone number, called him, and at first he was like, "What? Who?" <laughs> and um, but when I mentioned my mother's name, mm-hmm. he got quiet, and. Um, and he knew who I was talking about, mm-hmm. and um, but he was just lost for words. And then I'm he sure. just, so then he got off the phone, and um, so I was like, well, at least I reached out. Like at least I can say I heard his voice. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up getting sick, and uh, he was on his hospital bed. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, and he ended up calling me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had the special phone when I was in Iraq, so sure. you, you could call from the states there. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we're gonna leave that yeah, alone. Leave that alone. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so, anyways, he ended up calling me. We ended up talking, and um, his whole story was, you know, he said he didn't know, he didn't know what happened. My, he's like, you know, I was in love with your mom, and he said she just left, and he said I never knew why, and I told him why, and he was just like, well, you know, he was shocked and amazed, and. Um, so eventually we ended up, you know, linking up, getting together, and um, that was in 2005. Okay. And so, and and, and since then, um, you know, he, he had one other son after mm-hmm. that, so he's only, so he has two boys. And um, we really, so we connected, um, but it just wasn't what I thought it would be. 
Okay. You know, Why is so, that? Um, you know, he just, you know, and I don't know if he said it's the dynamics of the family, but, you know, they you know, just don't do a good job of staying in touch, right? So mm-hmm. at, at some point I realized that I was the one always calling, always, calling. Okay. always yeah. reaching out. Right. So I was like, mm. I don't I'm need to step do that. Back. I'm gonna step back. Mm-hmm. And okay. so then when I don't call, then you know, then he eventually will call and he'll say, you know, what's going on, you know, and he'll go through this whole. He's like, I gotta do better. So you know, he's been trying to do better now for 15 years. I'm like, sir, right, <laughs> sir. <laughs> at some point, you know. So you know, um, I do have a relationship with um, uh, with my brother um, mm-hmm. that he had. Uh, you know, we reach, we talk every once in a while, but it's the same thing. You know, he doesn't do a good job of staying in touch unless I'm the one doing the outreach. Okay. So I decided that, you know, I'll just hit them up whenever, okay. you know, from time okay. to time. And, you know, we'll leave it at that. So to kind of piggyback on that, like, what was your expectation in learning, especially um, since you have four kids and because they are various in ages, because that was your experience with your dad, what was, how did you approach fatherhood differently? Because usually if, you know, sometimes you go through things, especially mm-hmm. with your parents, you like, either I'm going to be completely opposite right. or I'm going to go the same way. So what sure. was your approach then differently? Because especially by the time that you reached out to him, you are already a dad. Sure. Absolutely. So and I, I, that's a that's actually a really great question. Um, and I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so one of the things I will say, I was blessed because um, I was raised by my uncle, right? So even though I didn't have the my biological father, I knew what a good man looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, my uncle is the greatest man I've ever known. He is, um, he is the standard that all men should ever live by. I mean, he's a good man, um, takes care of his family, um, took me under his wing um, when I was seven, and the rest is history. Never look back. Uh, and never, never look back. So I knew what love was. I knew what right looked like. Sure. So, you know, so for me it was, I knew that I wanted to make sure that I was going to be a part of my children's life. Mm-hmm. No, matter, no matter what life threw at me, and of course it has thrown a lot, <laughs> and the dynamics of my children, um, but I always knew that what was important was that I needed to be a part of their life. Mm-hmm. And because of that, um, no, I recognize, I recognized that um, I had a responsibility for that. So I thanked my uncle for at least instilling that in me to know what right looked like. Um, uh, and so it didn't, so I think to your, to your question, it was more of, I wanted to make sure that I was the exact opposite because at first I didn't really know the full story. You know, my mom Mm -hmm. in the very beginning was very mum about, you know, my father. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I went, I mean, I didn't think I knew what his name was until I was like almost a teenager, Mm -hmm. you know, because she was just really, you know, you know, very closed off about it. Don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about that. So, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So eventually, you know, of course I kept on pressing and pressing and, um, and and eventually she you know she was able to share and then I was you know able to take all of that but I think for me it was I didn't want to be like that with my own children mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought it was important that I be present um, because I saw what my uncle's presence in my life what that did for me sure and I had you know guys in my own neighborhood that I was growing up with that didn't have that presence at all mm-hmm. and so I you know at a very early age I was aware of you know, if you don't have a father figure in your life, 
what that could lead to because I was front row seat watching my my my, sure. my 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 boys that I was growing up with. You know that on top of that, my grandma was crazy too. So um, <laughs> that le- always helps. Legitimate, I had a crazy grandma certified. Too. I know yeah. she had papers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yep. Legit. Yeah. So. There's a part of me because, you know, one of the things that we talked about, of course, was a factor of, you know, um, unspoken promises, right? Mm-hmm. When you become a father, right? Or, or really parent, period, I think, you know, when you, uh, those decisions that, that you know that you're going to be making later on down the line. So you have a brother, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for, and I guess my question would was really kind of a multiple parts to it uh but for you with basically ideally two sets of kids right mm-hmm. you got that, that space at time was there any point in time where you as a dad had to have have a conversation with your older set pertaining to the incoming of oh sure this new bond this this, this, this new bond yeah, this, this yeah. New bundle, right? <laughs> yeah well you know well <clears throat> Well, not really, um, okay. and it's just because of the way the dynamics was, right? Sure. You know, so my son, um, you know, first let me back up. So my son uh, was had with um, my college sweetheart. Let's, sure. Let's let's call it that. Okay. My college sweetheart, mm-hmm. um, and um, but it was ironic because um, I didn't know he was my son. Hmm. So I didn't know he was my son. So, you know, just, you know, things happen, you know, sure. some other folks was involved. And so, you know, in the grand scheme of things, um, uh, they believe that this, that he belonged to somebody else. Sure. So, of course, that created a whole chain of events in our lives. Right. And of course, I then I moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then two and a half years later, you know, they reached back out and was like, hey, I think I may have made Ubies. them. You I bees. think you may right. have, I may have made a mistake. Right. And I was like, well, okay. So well, what does that mean? You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, we're going to get, you know, Dana involved. Um, you know, DNA. Uh, <laughs> Dana. We'll, we'll, we're going to get Dana involved. And make sure that Dana is going to verify, you know, the situation at hand. The Abby, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so, and Dana verified it was all good. Mm-hmm. And so, on August tenth, two thousand and two, mm. you know, it was the day I found out that I had a son officially, okay. right? Okay. And so then I jumped on a plane on Labor Day weekend. Uh, he was in New Jersey. Um, he was in New Jersey, and uh, jumped on an airplane because I was in. Uh, I was in Augusta, Georgia at the time, mm-hmm. and um, I jumped on an airplane a couple of weeks later to go, you know, see him, hold him for the first time. And I, it wasn't the first time I seen him. I saw mm-hmm. him when he was when he was when he was, you know, ironically, I was actually there when he was born. Really? Yes. I mean, just so fascinating, right? When I think Clearly. back to it, I, yeah, yeah. So you know, he was, because um, you know, I was still, I was still. Um, you know, I cared a lot about his mother at that time. So even though we went through, you know, the whole situation, matters of the heart, heart, right? Matters of the heart. So anyway, so uh, she went into labor um, and I actually just went, I went to the hospital um, and I went, I went to the hospital and I I remember looking at him through the window and I remember saying, I could have been your father. 
Mm. I remember saying that. Wow. I, you know, I said, well, guess what? You know, right? <laughs> Surprise. Right. Right. But, I, but I, I mean, but in the whole grant, in the whole scope of it, I remember saying that and saying, you know, um, you know, I would have been a good dad, too, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, but anyways, that wasn't what I thought was the situation at the time. Mm-hmm, sure. And so, ironically, when it all comes back full circle, you know, two and a half years later, it's like, boom, he is your son. So, of right. course, I, you know, a few weeks later, I jumped on a plane. I went because I wanted to see him. I wanted, right. I wanted to now hold him now right. in mind, you right. know. And, um, and ever since that moment, yeah. I've been a part of his life, you know, from and, that And I can honestly say, you know, um, having seen the interaction between you and your son, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Like, it really is, you know. Um, he is indeed a proud member of Five Eight Sigma Fraternity Incorporated as well. He is. You know, he is. Um, Here we go. Yes, thank he is. you. He is um, a member of you know, but, uh, but watching <laughs> watching your, intera- your, your interaction with him, um, you can definitely tell, uh, as someone told me, it's like, you know, you can tell without a shadow of a doubt, like, you love your son. There's yeah. no, there's never like, you know, it's not like the, it's a, when we were having that conversation about, you know, earning their bond and really mm-hmm. building it, like you can tell that that is very much so there 100%. So kudos to you on, on that. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm gonna tell you, I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. I really do because it was, um, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you Absolutely. know, I, you know, it, you know, I had when I found out that he was my son and understanding the importance of being a part of his life, a part of me was angry because I was like, I should have been there from the beginning Um, to where, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to make sure that I'm a part of it now. Um, And the way that that relationship, you know, really shaped, you know, Mm -hmm. my, my follow on relationships with, you know, my spouse and all of the things that came along with that, you know, but, um, but I tell you when you are a father and you're, 20-year-old son, before he gets off the phone, tells you he loves you. Oh, you there's did something right. There's, there's nothing. You there's did nothing, something there right. There is nothing sir. that nobody, <laughs> sir. Nothing. I mean, nobody. Nothing. Nobody. Yeah. I did in, something right. Yeah, like, nobody boom. Yeah, can tell yeah. me anything. Right. About yeah. my child. The, the kiddo the kiddo does the same thing. Like, yeah. I, you know, we, because, I, you, know, you know, I said on one of our earlier uh, episodes, you know, like with my grandfather. My grandfather's 91 now. Mm. 92 this year. And I can count on one hand how many times I've actually heard him say, I love you, Mm. you know. Jeez. But it's not that he didn't love us. He just expressed it in in a very different way. So for me, it was, and my father used to always tell me, like, you know, you're sensitive. Eh, whatever. You know, uh, but I am, you know, in, 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 in that. And so with my son, it was definitely like, you know, like, hey, like, love you no matter what. Right. And regardless of what the situation is, like, know that, you know, that's what it is. And now... He's 14. He'll be 15 this year. Um, and literally now it's one of those things where, like, before he, like, when we got in the car, because um, I was trying to get my mom to go and, like, pick him up today. Right, right. right. And so he was like, well, but I want you to pick me up. All right, fine. He was like, well, I, I want to talk about something. I'm like, okay, fine, you know. So I picked him up, you know. And I was on the phone, having a phone call, having a conversation with another friend of mine. And then I got off the phone, and it was right before we came in the house. And I was like, screw it, like, you know, my bad. Because I was really a phone call that I had to take. But you wanted to talk about something. What was it? Mm-hmm. And he looked at me, pointed my face, like, oh, I just want to tell you I love you. That's all. And I was like, really, that's it? You made me try? He was like, yep, that's yeah. all. He yeah. was like, how you doing? Miss you. I ain't seen you in a couple of days and whatnot. And just want to let you know I love you. 
and it's nothing that, yeah, that, it's that nothing, feeling it's, like it's, it's, it's just it's like, like and I'm right. and I'm still blown away. I mean, even I mean, and he I mean he did it all when he was, you know, ever since he could say it, and and we've you know, but I mean, even to this moment, I had a conversation with him yesterday, and. And I'm just always in awe when he says it. It just right. it just blows me away. Like, oh my God. Like right. And he says it first too. You know? right, right. He says it first. You know, right. before I even get my photo, I was like, all right, well, you know, we'll talk to you later. All right, Dad, love you. <laughs> right. Have a moment. You know, I mean, he all, he never gets off the phone without saying it. And yeah. so and I mean, again, as a um, you know, and my uncle, who again, who was my father figure, um, you know, he, he he expressed to me how he felt. He, you know, he didn't say I love you a lot, but he he did he did say it, and I knew that he did because right. he definitely showed it in his actions. Right. Um. And, and you know, and I think that you know, and that's men, right? Knowing where mm-hmm. they are. And my son, you know, they are those who have said that. Um, you know, one day, I think what really brought us close because you know he 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 too can have some sensitive moments, right? <laughs> but you know, but I told him um, one day because um, he was upset about something, and um, and and someone had said that to him. You know, well, you're just sensitive, or whatever. And I said, I said, you embrace that. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I said that's because my son is an artist, right? I mean, he draws, he writes, he's, yes. you know, he's so. So, so I, so I yes. said, I said, I said, if it was not for who you were, I said the world would, would be the world artist. would be void. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I said, you know, I said we enjoy this world that we're in right. because of people like you. Mm-hmm. So embrace your power, son. Yeah. And it was amazing how, because I think that he believed that, you know, you know, turn it around and I would have, you know, well, I don't really know what he thought. But I think that that conversation was one of those turning points for us. Mm-hmm. And I think for him, too, because it was like, yeah, let me embrace, right. you know, who I am, right. you know, so that I can give this world what they need, exactly. you know. I and, mean, but to think about the what you just said, though, the way you put it was that you said, if... I was not sensitive as I am, then I couldn't produce something that the world can look at and become some type connected with. Like when you think, I mean, even as a kid, if you think about the way you said that, you just like, oh, okay, well, well, yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so, oh, you're right. Okay. Right. It was like, it was like when I said that to him, it was his freshman year. He's a sophomore now, you know, it was like a, I could hear the light bulb go mm-hmm. right, you know, because right. it was like, you know, like you're right, Dad. Like you know, don't, you know, because you know he is a, you know, he is a beautiful person, and and so he and I can see how his gifts are going to, you know, make this world, you know, just a little bit more tolerable, right? Mm-hmm. Because with all the stuff that we got to deal with on a regular basis, so whatever poem you write or whatever painting you you make or drawing you have, and I take a moment to just stop. And just appreciate it for just that moment. Right. Thank mm-hmm. you, sensitive person right. that God Absolutely. created. Absolutely. You know, let me make sure as a father, I let you know that. And the challenge is, is that there are some fathers who are out there who, unfortunately, are not tied in like that. Exactly. And they try to make their sons like them right? Mm-hmm. in the sense of how they are, rather mm-hmm. than understanding the importance of, your your child, your son, especially he, he is an individual. Mm-hmm. He is not you, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, and he should be 
you, you know, and you as a father should be able to look and see what he is. Exactly. And then nurture that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, because your your son wants that really more from you. I mean, even than, if you don't understand what that looks like. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest things because people are trying, especially with the boy. Um, I mean, my dad had all girls. Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't produce a girl. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he couldn't produce a boy. It's just, mm-hmm. that just wasn't his DNA. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't However, but I know... Um, with him, it was always, you are who you are. Like whoever, however you gotta figure this out, I'ma love you regardless. Right. However you gotta figure, right. and I think that's that's a lot of parents try to say, oh no, I need you to move this particular way. Right. I need you to do it this particular way. And it's just like, no, that's kind of like, and that's what kind of I think a whole rebellion thing comes oh, sure. out because oh, it's just absolutely. like I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out who Ooh, I, I am, am as a person, right? And you are supposed to put the person who loves me unconditionally, but you putting all these conditions and everything mm-hmm. else on me, and I cannot. It's yeah. like no yeah. peace. No, nope, that's right. That's here, right. like it's just everywhere. And so, and and so, parents, you know, so there's always a foundation, right? I just need you to get your education. Mm-hmm. I need you to understand that that's a part of the building blocks to whatever it is that you want to do. Right? <laughs> but I always tell my kids this. I got mine. You better go get yours. Right. <laughs> that's, and I mean, right. I mean that to the core. Right. Right. I have lived an extraordinary life right. to just be 42 years old. And I embrace that. I recognize that. And I thank God for that. But I got mine. Right. You right. know, Now, if you want to get out here and you want to be... You know, you have an example of, you know, this is what now this is what I've done. Now, right. so you know what right looks like, right? right? You know, right. In, the, in the sense of, you know, you don't have to, um, you know, we have I've literally taken my family from the back porches of drinking and smoking, um, you know, to the mayor's office. Right. So I, you know, so I, I recognize what I meant to my family. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so there's an expectations of my children that they take as that, you know, that they should take us further. Now, if you choose not to do that. Mm-hmm. That's on you, and you have now hurt the generation. But I, you can say that you have enjoyed a certain lifestyle sure. because of the work that I have put in, and you owe it to your kids because what your kids are not going to be doing is living off of my pension. <laughs> I'm going, it's coming out with me. I'm, I'm enjoying that. I'm going to use every trip drop. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm buying my, U, my RV. Not an RV. I'm going to get me a big old oh, RV and we's hitting, we's hitting the roads hey, until I, I can't hit the roads no more hey, and I'm going to just get a go. driver. There you go. And they go. gonna take me to everywhere I just want right. to go. I'm gonna roll up to the kids at the house and the apartments and with a trailer, whatever they're gonna be living in. You know, so, so. Um, speaking of that, with the kids, so because you have four, yes. And how did your expectations or just your promise or just that inner part of you? How did that change, or did that change with each kid, or you know? So no, so every every you know it's it's a different dynamic with each one, um, but the promise is the same. Is that I want to be a figure in their life that they can depend on, mm-hmm. um, someone that that they should know have their back, but also understand the importance of you know I'm going to give you your your the room for you to grow because that's important. And I as a I as a human. And I, as a parent, recognize that that's important, mm-hmm. right? Um, I just expose my children to what I believe is going to make them the best that they can be. 
But in the ultimate end, I recognize that they have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I realized that early. So um, I don't want them to, I really don't want them to follow in my footsteps. I really want them to just you know, blaze your own path. Right. Because that's important. That's because, important. You know, because you have some families. I mean, I, I, you know, being an elected official, you know, I, I've seen, you know, other elected officials, you know, tell their their sons or their daughters, you know, you know, you will get this seat after me. Uh, you know, I mean, and they create mm-hmm. a dynasty, and they got in their minds, and and I'm, you know, and I've seen the look on some of their faces. But what like, if I want this? I want that. I want the <laughs> life you have. I mean, because I was again because I wasn't built like that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and so if you're not taking time to understand the beauty of people and realizing, I got four blessings. They're all four different. Um, my hope is that they all will forward and be successful in what I believe success is, which is just get your education, go get a job, and stay out of my pockets. That's success <laughs> for me. You know, that is that's absolutely you know, you know that well yeah, you know, they they yeah, I hear that, but you know, that they're gonna get cut off too at some point. <laughs> So speaking of speaking of your girls. Go ahead. So because we, we talked about your boy, what is your relationship like with your daughter? Oh my lord. So, so are they like are you just <clears throat> So again, all all situational, right? So mm-hmm. of course so my oldest son, um so he grew up, you know, I would always go and visit him. So he was with his mother in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um so my, my, my second my second child, my daughter, was with my then wife mm-hmm. um, and um, we just have uh, an amazing now that is literally and I and I that is my mini me uh, everybody <laughs> says it um, she is uh, and, 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 and so um, you know you know unfortunately things didn't work out with her mother and I we mm-hmm. ended up getting divorced and then we um, uh, you know, make sure that we co-parent, and which mm. we which which we've been doing, and which has been great. Um, but there was a period of time where she, it was just me and her, right? So her mother was also in the military. Her mother got deployed, and so it was just my daughter and I. Oh, so, so you was doing hair? Oh yeah. Well, let me tell you the beauty. <laughs> let me tell you the beauty of being the mayor of a city. Right. I was about to say, like, <laughs> come on. Like, so. It's, it's something special when you are a single dad running for public office. I tell you. Uh, so, you know, so there was all these women that would just, you know, because I, it was a struggle <laughs> with the hair. I mean, but I. So you I, didn't do the ponytail? I did the, I did the ponytail the best I could, but sometimes that thing just <laughs> was all over the place. It, it was, was no, just. There was no braiding. There was no, it was, no a, braid, it was no, a braid. It was a braid. A braid. A braid. A braid. And so, but once I, you know, well, once, you know, the, the, the women of the community realized that, you know. They was, was like, give me this baby. Yeah, give me this baby. <laughs> Uh, and since her hair was laid, you know, you know, uh, let me tell you, her, her, it was, it, her hair was laid every, every, every day after that, every day after that. But then, but then it came with stipulations. Well, you know, I got a granddaughter. I like, I got a niece. I got a daughter. I would love for you to meet. Wait a minute. I just need you to do my baby hair. <laughs> but you know, but the interesting thing is that at that time period, so you know, I was I had her when she went to kindergarten, uh, you know, first grade and second grade, and so so that created a different kind of bond yeah. for us, mm-hmm. right? Because it was just literally it was just me and her, right? The ride or die, right? You know, just holding it down, and um, uh, and so in the, to now to see her at fifteen, she's about to be sixteen. Um, you know, she she started running track, and I ran track, right? So, okay. and at first, you know, I didn't want to push my, 
Again, because right. I don't live right. my life. Right. You know, I'm an all American. Right. I'm good. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know, but but to see my you know, but to see her uh blossom into that space and then she you know, she's super smart. Um and I'm not saying that because she's my daughter, like she's really like she's one of the she's literally one of the top five in her class, you know, and you know, she she goes to Woodrow Wilson. Okay. You know, here in DC and um okay. And uh, she's one of the top in her class right now. I mean, you know, she has a bright, bright future and very, very proud of her. And then um, then there's the the next one, six-year-old. <laughs> now, she is definitely, um, they're both the same as a really, I know they just, they are daddy girls. I mean, they are. Um, mm-hmm. The six-year-old, though, she She's already working on her yeah, putty face. Yeah, he's you know, done. Yeah, he's, you know, he's yeah, done. He's done. He's done. I'm going to cut him off. That, no, no, right? no, no, no. I almost cut <laughs> him off. He talked that. But, she be like, Daddy. Daddy, you know, I mean, what am I supposed to do, Daddy? Fine, get over but here. You know, but you know what? Somebody said something to me that I thought was so powerful, and I thought about my girls a couple of days ago, right? Um, about um, as a father, um, in this whole transition, I just transitioned into the DMV, so you know, I haven't bought a home yet, and you know, that's on the things to do list. Um, but this gentleman said, you know, you know, you always, as a man, especially if you have daughters, you want to own your home. He said, you want to own your home if you're a man, especially if you have daughters, because they always need to have a place to come back home to. Mm. Well, that thing right there. Mm. I did. Hmm. That thing. Guess we're going to find him a home. You know, okay. that, I mean, that, I mean that, that thing. Oh, my baby's going to have a home. Right? You know, I said it all because just in case they meet some scrum. Right. You know, they have, a, right, they have a place to come home to. I Absolutely. thought that was so. Because, you know, men, we always can hustle, right? We will sure. find You know, we hustle. We get, you know, things don't work out. I'll, Lay my head somewhere, but no, no, no. My girl's got to always have a place. Right. And so that just, that made me even more determined to make sure I have a place for them. Okay. You know, no matter what. I mean, I, you know, we'll have multiple homes, but that we'll have one sure. that will be paid for. Sure. Yeah. That no matter what happens in life, right. they'll have a place to go home to. Now, what they choose to do after, after I'm off this earth. That's what they do. That's, 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 that's up to them. Right. But I thought that that was so poignant. No, absolutely. You know, and absolutely. that was from another father. Okay. Right. right. You know? Right. So, which again, that's a part of my promise now that I got to make sure I have for my girls. Yeah. You know, and then of course the the last one, you know, that's your the WWE re- fighter. Your WWE fighter. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we I just got a boxing bag. <laughs> does he does he have a ring name? Huh? Does he have a ring? Oh name? Oh my gosh, no! But let me no? tell you, okay. not yet, not, not yet, yet, not okay. yet, not okay. yet. But what he does have is a um, is this you know? So we were looking at Zootopia recently and so you know and anyone who's seen Zootopia mm-hmm. they have this one scene where you know um you know the the tigers they going around they doing like this dance oh so that's him all day <laughs> he'll call me out of the blue daddy daddy what are you what are you flexing but you know so he's coming into his own and i thought last night i thought i thought last night was you know, I had a moment with him last night um, when I put them to bed, and um, and you know, and he called me, and he like later on he called me back up to the to the room, and he's like, Daddy, he's like, uh, just come and lay here and cuddle with me. And I was like, Okay, okay, well, um, okay, you know, I think we could do that. You know, we could do because he's not because he's not a you know he's he's not 
an affectionate out of all my kids I, I was like he's not the affectionate one mm-hmm. you know so I don't know where that one was coming from you know I mean well, if let it, me hurry up and get on right, I said right. let me go down and get my hug in and right. cuddle with him right. and put it and then he and then he fell he fell sound asleep after that and um but you know he's a you know because he'll be the first one to just bust in your head <laughs> and then keep and then, and then keep it fighter, huh? uh, yeah because that's the fighter you know so yeah Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I just feel so bad for all of them. Right. I mean, I just, I just do. I mean, all the, I do. I, I mean, I really do. And then when we walk down the aisle, I, you know, and which, you know, I pray that they do, and they find. I do want them to find love and find a good individual that would treat them right. But, but when I tell you the conversation I'm gonna have, mm-hmm. if the Lord spare my life to to see that time, you know. You know, he just will know. Yeah. I mean, and I mean it. Right. From this earth, he will vanish. It's funny. It's funny that you would say that. I was just mentioning. Put that uh, out there on the podcast. Right. No, absolutely. It's right. all good. Right. Yeah, we play that back. Right. 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 I said yeah. it. I said it. Um, no. So my friend DeAndre uh, from high school, he got girl pregnant early on, right? And his daughter got to a point. I think she was like fourteen. Teens getting into that dating mm-hmm. era, and he called me and he said, um, I gotta go shopping. I said, well, For what? He said, Well, I already got the gun. I was like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> you know, and he said, Nah, I, I need a coffee table with one drawer. I was like, Why? Because mm-hmm. like, any guy that comes over, just to pull it out, he said, he said I'm literally, he said, That's when it's time to clean the gun. Yep. It's just gonna be that one drawer. That's right. I'm pulling it out. Ha- have a seat. And like, like, sure, have a seat. Have Sit a right seat. Here. Like, yeah. So, where you from? You know? And like, literally, just be cleaning. Mm-hmm. I said, really, you just gonna scare this? Yeah, that's like, right. Like, okay, I got you. All right. Yep, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what we gotta do. And he did. Like, seriously, like, no, no, no lie. He literally he found a coffee table, one drawer. It was a dark, dark wood. <laughs> so, you know, my daughter right now is dating. She, she's dating this guy right now. And um, but, you know, and I haven't I haven't I haven't met him. Uh, you know, I've talked to him on the phone and mm-hmm. um, I already, you know, yeah. you know, but my daughter's super smart. Right. So she already we're going through the whole, oh, dad, you know, let me. And then I'm just like, OK, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but but now the conversation that she's having now is, you know, just really, you know, we're going in two different. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to. See just, just, you got to watch it play out. Let it play out. Got to let it play out and just watch it play out. Absolutely. And of, and of course, you know, I'm just there like what? Right, right. <laughs> I, and and of course, then I'll be like, you know what? Absolutely. Right now, I, I agree. Just stay focused yeah. on what you get. And she's saying it too. She's just like, you know, we just need a break right now. It's like. We're going in two different directions, and what I've got going on, I mean, I'm just super busy, and they don't understand it because they're not, basically, they're not on the same level. Right. This so is what right. I told you. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> but that's okay, boo. Daddy said that. You know, but, like, you know, right. but okay, but now you've discovered it yourself. Right. And but that's, you know, and that's but, okay. But as a daughter, mm-hmm. I know I will have to say that you have to kind of go through Yeah. And especially because I know a lot of times my dad, he's gotten to the point he doesn't say anything. He'll just sit there and he'll just, he'll be like, oh, okay. And anytime it's, oh, okay, it's like, yeah, you're not going to last long. Like, that's, that's not going to really work. But it's, because you, you, I mean, daddy's not always right all the time. Right. 
sometimes y'all are right. But most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. But you know, yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, but there's also that three percent. Yeah, that you know. He might actually pull through. And he might. And he might. And a good man and a good man will then, you know, will definitely say, not to you, but to him, the individual, you know, I was wrong about you. You know, I'm glad you treat my girl right. And then that's it. And we can move on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we ain't had no more conversation after that, though. I mean, you're good. You got the 3% in. You defied the odds. You got my approval. You're good. Carry on. Now carry on. Now don't mess it up. Exactly. Don't mess it up. I don't give you the side eye every time. That's right. I won't give you the side eye every time. So now, with with having the three, four, sorry, four different personalities, what is it that you as a father, what have they taught you? Oh, man. Whew. Well, you know, I, I for the life of me, I, I can't imagine, you know, any man who knows that he has helped to produce life to not be a part Say of that. that. You know? Say that again for the You know, right. you right. know yeah. So, again, I, you know, for the life of me, I can't imagine any man who helps to produce life not be a part of that right and so what it does is it creates a different kind of hustle in you you know because again in life you know i again i I survived off of ramen you know and you know fried hot dogs you know i mean but you know but when you but when you have another life right and you have other lives you know like i always say you know they all eat before i do you know, right? So, so they have taught me really the depth of, you know, just, you know, my commitment and desire to make sure that they are provided for. Like, you will never, and my hope is that they will never know what true struggle is in the sense of, um, um, you know, we ain't got no food in the, in the cupboard tonight right. type situation yeah. or, you um, you, you know, you don't know where you're laying your head at. Like, you know, like, I don't want them to ever have to wonder what that situation is like. And mm-hmm. so, if anything, they've they've taught me, you know, more so about how strong I am in the sense of understanding that I have to get out. I got to do more. And just really what love is. I mean, it's so interesting, right? So you can you can love a person that, you know, you said that you've committed to. I'm going to marry and I'm going to be with you for the rest of your life. But it's like... But I was in the back of your mind, you know, you know, I could cut sling load on this person, mm-hmm. you know, you know, that's a military term for all my veterans out there, yeah, you know, <laughs> but you can't cut sling load on your child, you know, but you can't cut sling load on your child, right. you know, no matter what, it's something about that's your child, yeah. right? That's literally my, like that's my sister always said, that's half your heart just walking around. Just walking around, you, you know, just like, you can't, it's just out. Yeah, and it's just, you know, I mean, like, my mom said something a couple of days ago. Uh, She made this post on Facebook. Um, (laughs) My mom is so extra on Facebook. I can't believe my mom's (laughs) on Facebook. But she made, she put something out there that I thought was so amazing. Um, she talked, you know, she so she's she's been going through this series of, because it's five of us, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course she started with me because I'm the oldest. <laughs> so, uh, so aha, to my siblings. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but she said something that I thought was so beautiful. And, uh, and she was like, you know, this is my firstborn, uh, the one who heard my heartbeat, you know, from the inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
that gets me every time I see somebody like the one who knows how my heart I, sounds like, inside. Ooh, ooh, I was like, come, like, I was like, come through, mama, <laughs> right? You know, come through. And so, I mean, but it's just that love, right? And so, my grandmother, um, who raised who it was my grandmother and my uncle who raised me and that's a whole nother story for another podcast about that but you know but my grandmother uh, I learned from her which was unconditional love for her children mm-hmm. um, she had eight yeah. you know some of them were just just a mess you know yeah. um, but my grandmother was still there for every single one of them no matter you know, the ones who was thrown in jail, the ones who, you know, didn't do what they were supposed to do, the ones who disappointed her all the time. She always was still there. And even as a child growing up and watching all of that, mm-hmm. I never understood. Um, and she, you know, like every grandma, she would say, you know, wait till you have your own. Yeah. And so, you know, granted, I don't know if I have the patience for some of the stuff she endured, right? Because, you know, because there's, there's some stuff that I'm just going to be like, now look now. Right. <laughs> Now we just not gonna be putting up with this. Right. Oh, you out here wilding? Right. Well, you needs to go. Okay. But uh, the buck stops, stops here. You know. But my. Um, but but reality is is that um, I really learned from my children. You know, just truly what unconditional love is, and the hustle of making sure I provide for them. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned, and and so I'm always you know scheming on how I can be better so I can provide. Right. You know. That's the you know. So yeah. Sometimes you'll have like an idea or um, whatever in your head, and it's just like sometimes some things you're just like that was really unrealistic about that. Like, yeah. So, um, being a uh, and this is in different phases, but being a a public family, you know, a public figure, um, you you feel like um, then you know I was in the military, so you don't have this whole. You know, we're going to run the household a certain kind of way. We're going to do these things, you know, <laughs> got the kids, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, th- I think what I was unrealistic about was truly the balance that you that you try to have with your family when you are trying to chase after your ambition. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I've seen uh, from the sidelines you know, men who have been so ambitious and ruined their family mm-hmm. um, because, you know, they they hunger for the ambition or they're holding on by a thread um, when in reality the balance is not easy at all. And so I was unrealistic about what I thought the balance would be or how the balance is, you know, has been mm-hmm. because, you know, there's so much that is, that's still inside of me, so much that I still want to do. Um, but I chose to take this break in public service mm-hmm. because I understood, you know, what it would mean for my children and the time that I need to give them. Um, my 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 two oldest, um, you know, was with their was with their mom, with their mother. So I didn't have to um, commit as much time. So I could chase after my ambition. Mm-hmm. But when I chose to get remarried and to have two more littles. 
you know, it cre it created a dynamic where now I'm a part of their life on a regular basis, a regular routine. And as a ambitious man, I recognize the value of me being in their life. And so even though in the early stages of being elected and watching how that dynamic created a whole nother force, mm -hmm. you know, I was willing to walk away from that um, so that uh, I could have the time that's necessary with the with my family. Mm -hmm. And so it's created this, um, again, now this amazing dynamic now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I stepped down from being mayor in, um, in 17. So, um, so it's now going on, you know, two and a half, three years now. And this has been the best time, you know, I can, um, even though I, you know, I'm still the vice, national vice president of 580 Sigma, which creates its own dynamic. It's not being engaged with the fraternity being the leader of a, you know, of a city and all the other dynamics that come along with it and all the, those things that take away from your time, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, I get to tuck my kids in. I get to take them to school. Like, you know, just the little things that may not be um, super sexy, but it's, <laughs> but it's relevant. It's relevant right now. And so I wasn't very realistic about how I could split my time until I just had to make a decision that, you know what, um, I can't. I'm still ambitious, but I can't be as ambitious. And I had to, you know, understand that I can have it all. I just can't have it all at the same time, mm -hmm. you Did know. You, was that a was that a hard wrestle of that decision oh, to do that? Oh my gosh, absolutely right. Because, um, especially in politics, you know, right when you get off the merry-go-round, you know, sometimes they say that it's hard to get back on, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, and you know, so many people when I had announced that I was in seeking a a fourth term, uh, people, oh my. You know, it was like you could hear the room go like a gasp. And, you know, so many people were, um, you know, you're in you're doing so well. You're 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 a rising star. That's all I kept on hearing. Like, oh, geez, you know, but but I knew what the right thing to do was. Right. And so it was a struggle in that regard, because, you know, as an elected official, as someone who is and it wasn't just the perks that came along with being elected official. It was the importance of understanding that I was doing something that was changing the lives of the people I was responsible for. Amazing. Mm -hmm. It was just an amazing place to be. It's like, like uh, when you get a message from a citizen who says, thank you for funding the sidewalks because now I can push my stroller without stepping into the street and then back onto the goat trail. That's why I used to call them these goat trails, you know, where there was, you know, like you would have like sidewalk, 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 goat trail, goat trail, goat trail, sidewalk. Right. And so, you know, so now I'm like, oh, maybe we should just put sidewalks all over, you know, you know, let's fill in these gaps. But to get, you know, but knowing that that's safety, right? So that's one less person that gets hit. That's one less person that, you know, I saw a woman navigating her stroller, you know, uh, from from a sidewalk into the street around a guardrail and then back onto a sidewalk. You know, right. you know, as she yeah. struggled as she struggled with her stroller. Right. You know, and the groceries that was under it was just sure. so. Those are the kind of things. So you know, again, to be a leader, to understand the importance of doing something like that. Um, you know, that was a, that was a, that was a tough to step away from, but. I knew it was what I needed to do. And so my hope is, is that God will bless me to get there again at some point. Mm, come on now. In the atmosphere, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, when it, when it, when it's his time again, you know, 
Um, I believe that my service isn't done. I just believe that it will be, it, it will just be in another phase of my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the time with my kids. And I'm yeah, 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 this, it's just crazy. Crazy. It's all get out. Just, you know, just, you know, just trying to deal with my son in college, taking him to school, driving him off, handling all the stuff that he has going on. My daughter who is now in track in high school. And then my, you know, the, my youngest daughter's in dance. I got a, you know, I'm on the PTA. I just, I just got appointed to the, to the, to the search committee board for the new principal. <laughs> so life is still busy. Right. Are you going to do like you know, the, dance reciting you know with dad like are you are you guys practicing like, oh the oh like no 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 that's not absolutely oh, not happening dad. no well that's not that's not a requirement so no <laughs> so no i'm sure if that time comes yes but as of right now dad, you, absolutely not now 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 when the time comes that you know we will but right now that ain't a requirement gotcha. so we're not gotcha. we're not we're not focused yeah well we're gonna <laughs> put that out there but don't mean we're gonna receive it so, I'll be there with wow! Please, like every. <laughs> well, well, it'll be hot. I'm gonna tell you, it'll be hot. Now, yeah. now, my daughter, now my oldest daughter, now we have a, you know, we have a car routine that we have that we got going on. Like, you know, we whenever we get together, we do a a, a video with just me and her mm -hmm. in the car. I mean, we have like moves, and I mean, it's. It, I, I feel like if I actually put it up on a on a on a on a site somewhere, like on a YouTube channel. Oh yeah, we going viral. Right, right. We going viral. Just gonna say that. I'm just gonna right. put that out there. Right, right. Uh, we going viral. You know, but you know, but we just keeping it between us right now. You know, people all up in our business. People all in our business. Right. You know, so yeah, we still our moves and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll 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 take a theme song from a from a a, a Disney character movie and we go to work and go to work or or something from you know Pitbull, you know. You know, serious XM radio station. You know, we'll do something like that too. Oh, to a rat is still me and Christopher's favorite. You know, see, it's a it's a scene from out of an old Hanna Barbera movie um, called um, uh, Heidi's Song, and it's and the voice is basically a rat character in the movie, but it's voiced by Sammy Davis Jr. See, and he does his great song in me and my son actually really love. Sure, boing boing, baby, sure, boing boing. Yeah. Between that and Shape. Uh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have them. Oh, absolutely. Gotta, gotta have, have them. Gotta have those moments. Oh <laughs> well, you asked. Right. I did, so that's on me. Mm -hmm. I did ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Right. <laughs> see, see. So, we are closing or getting close to the end of our time. Okay. Well, this has been fun. No, this is. Uh, Thank you. You have been very interesting. Would you come back? Yeah, let me talk to my people. Let me see if I can fit y'all in, work some I'll things. Talk to your people. Absolutely, but. absolutely. Yes, but I would. I would absolutely. I, I, I'm excited about um, what you guys are doing here. You know, elevating this. Um, there's so many conversations um, that can be had uh, around this subject, man, and. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes, you know, because there there's so many different dynamics that are out there when it comes to fathers. And, yeah. you know, so I, I, I'm excited about, you know, you guys are going to probably hear a lot of great stories and interesting stories and maybe some sad stories. But, you know, but I think, you know, what it gets an opportunity for other folks to 
uh, hear that they're not alone in their circumstance, right? So, so my hope for you all is that as folks listen to this podcast, that they will recognize that there is a, a link um, that is that will hopefully you know, bind us together as it relates to fathers and that they'll pick up certain things and, you know, from one another, but also realize that they're not alone on the journey because that's important because sometimes you can feel alone as a, you know, you know, as a father uh, or just as the individual that's trying to hold it all together. Um, We know that, um, you know, uh, nothing to take away from our female counterparts. um, But as a man, I know what I go through, you know, and, um, and it's a lot, you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, we all go through a lot, but I can only know what I truly go through. And so, so to hear the strength of other fathers and it would be great to, to hear those stories and, and those antidotes on how to get through. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Father Should Pod. You can also visit our website at www.fathershould.org. 